The Holy Gospel according to Luke, the 15th chapter. Now all the tax collectors and sinners were coming near to listen to Jesus, and the Pharisees and scribes were grumbling and saying, This fellow welcomes sinners and eats with them. So he told them this parable. Which one of you, having a hundred sheep and losing one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in the wilderness and go after the one that is lost until he finds it? When he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders and rejoices. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep that was lost. Just so, I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over ninety-nine righteous persons who need no repentance. Or what woman, having ten silver coins, if she loses one of them, does not light a lamp, Sweep the house and search carefully until she finds it. When she has found it, she calls together her friends and neighbors, saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found the coin that I had lost. Just so, I tell you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise you, O Christ. You may be seated. Well, as I said earlier, it is really wonderful to be here and to feel like I've come home. Um, for those of you who haven't, I've not had the chance to meet yet, uh, my name is Pastor Heather, and I grew up here at Christ Lutheran. We moved here to Texas when I was just a little bit uh, less than five years old, and uh, we attended this church once. My parents were going to visit, and we attended church here, and we never left. <laughs> so uh, it's been a long time um, and this congregation, I could hear, I was, I got a little bit choked up, I'm not going to lie, in the confession today, because I could still hear Pastor Art Rohde saying, cleanse of the thoughts. He always had this way of saying it, and, and I was saying it here, and I got so choked up thinking, he used to say that, and now I'm saying that, and it was really special. So thank you for having me this morning. Um, I love the readings for this week uh, for a number of reasons. One, they're a little easier to preach on than last week. <laughs> um, number two, it, they remind me so much of so many hymns and songs. Um, and it was really hard that the office staff called me uh, earlier in the week and said, what hymns do you want? And I was like, oh, it's so hard to pick. So I, I picked the ones that I thought would be the best for today. But it's so fun to think about all the other ones that go along with it, too. Um, but hopefully, hopefully what we sing today will tie in as well. So let's get down to business and let's talk about the gospel for today. Um, but bef before I talk, I'd like to give you the opportunity to talk. Um, the stories are about finding lost things or being lost today. So I wonder, is there someone that would be brave enough and willing to share a story of a time when you were lost? Anybody want to share a time when you were lost? Oh, come on, it's okay. Be brave. What about when you lost something? Can you share a story about when you lost something? We've all done that. Oh, okay, we've got one. Great, a willing volunteer. He's 14 now. When he was two, we were at Walmart. Uh-huh. He's not there. 
Well, good for you. It wasn't traumatic for you. Just maybe your mom a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> what a good story. Lost or being lost. Anyone else want to share a story? I lost my son one time um, at home. We were playing hide and seek, and he's not here to be embarrassed, so I'm going to tell you the story. Uh, he was a really good hide and seek player, like really good. Uh, my daughter, not so much. She just couldn't handle it, and you could hear her, and she would, or she'd even tell you, pss, 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 and so you'd find her. But, um, but Alex, not so much. Uh, so we were playing hide and seek in the house. He was, he couldn't have been more than two, because um, he's still really short and little, for me to make the assumptions that I made. So we were playing, and I, I had looked, and I'd found Hannah right away, and we were looking around, and I, and I couldn't find him, and I started looking in harder places. I thought, wow, he's, he's really good at this and I looked in about every place I could possibly think of and I could not find him and then I got a little bit nervous and I thought oh my gosh did he somehow get outside without me hearing him I don't know how he would have done that but maybe he got outside so I went I said Hannah she was like five and I was like stay inside look for your brother <laughs> and I went outside and I looked all over the front yard, the backyard, and I could not find him. I thought, he's got to be inside. He's got to be inside, because I didn't hear a door. So I went back, and I searched the whole house again, and I still couldn't find him. At this part, I was starting to get panicked. And then it occurred to me, I thought, no way. Maybe. Okay, I got to look. I'm all out of options. He couldn't have been much taller than the bathtub edge. But I went in, and I pulled back the curtain, and there's Alex. silent as ever, never made a sound. And he was so pleased with himself. I don't know how he did that. I don't know how he pulled back the curtain and got in and closed it or how, I don't know how he did that without me hearing it. But I was so glad to find him that I rejoiced. I did. I think I might've even called Mark. I don't even know, but I, I was really so glad to find him. So today's gospel stories are about things being lost. And I think that this gospel story has, um, it has a lot to offer us, but I want to talk about three things in particular today. And the first thing I want to talk about is the fact that we, as people of God, tend to get lost. Um, in, in our hymn of the day, I invite you to think about and just listen as you're singing um, about how the words um, resemble what you've heard in the sermon. And one of the phrases that stuck out to me when I was picking hymns was prone to wander. We are prone to wander. But what Jesus' parable tells us is that God will find us. That God comes to us. We have, we, we, we're prone to wander more. We already are attacked by uh, or afflicted by original sin. But God comes to us, has come to us through Christ, and continues to come and search for us when we wander or we're lost. So we get lost and God will find us. So if we think back to the words of our first hymn today, have no fear, little flock. Have no fear because... Uh, when you are lost, there's lots of emotions when you're lost or you lose things, right? There's, if you're the lost one, you, you might feel abandoned or alone or disconnected. 
um, frightened. And when we lose things, we might, we might feel those things, but then we also feel a loss of control, right? There's a lot of feelings that we feel around things that get lost. But, but God calls us and Jesus invites us to have no fear because God will find us when we are lost. I think about Martin Luther's quote, sin boldly but believe and rejoice in Christ even more boldly. Uh, we, we sin. And Jesus knows this too. Jesus is telling us these things because Jesus knows what we need to hear, what we're most prone to. And uh, so Martin Luther says, sin boldly, but leave, believe and rejoice in Christ even more boldly. And so I think when we think about um, sinning boldly, it's recognizing that we're prone to wander. It's recognizing that we will get lost. Um, but believe and rejoice in Christ even more boldly because we will be found. It doesn't mean go get lost on purpose. Don't go do stupid things. But, but live in freedom that we don't have to fear because God comes and finds us. And even last week, the words that we heard in the gospel last week, that when we are disciples of Jesus, um, we can get disconnected from others. We might feel countercultural. It might even disrupt primary relationships like our family. And that can be very scary and very alone and very disconnected. But when we follow Christ, God finds us. So I think the second thing that we hear in this parable is that we have value. Um, we talk, we hear in today's story about lost sheep and about lost silver coins. Next week, I think it's next week. I'm not sure if we talk, I haven't looked ahead yet, but um, the next story in scripture is the, the prodigal son or the lost son. So Jesus is talking a lot about how this comes up. Um, but I think... Uh, Maybe Jesus uses these first two about a sheep or a coin to help us understand that we have value. A sheep was the livelihood of a person, a flock of sheep. Um, that was their livelihood. That item had value, great value. A silver coin had great value. And so we hear in this parable that God will find us, and that we also have value. And I think then to stretch that even a little further, the third thing is to say that each of us, and I can't stress it enough, each one of us has value, so much so that it's not like um, we might say in a culture of plenty, well, I, have, I had 10 coins, I, I have nine left, that other one will, will just have to stay lost, right? No, it's so valuable that even if we have the other nine, that one is so important that it has to be looked for. And the same thing with the sheep. We have 99 other sheep in the story. We go look for the one because each one of the sheep is that important. And I think that's important for us to hear. When we come up for communion, we, our church, the Lutheran church, doesn't do communion where we ha pass it out in the pews and everybody takes it together for a reason. And that reason is the for you part. When you come up, we say the body of Christ given for you, the blood of Christ shed for you, because it's important to remember that you and 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 all of us, each of us are that valuable, that that God's sacrifice, God's love, God's mercy, God's grace is for each one of us. We each have value, 
and were each worth looking for. I also believe that that's um, part of being in a faith community. When we think about a faith community, sometimes it's easy to get lost and think, well, I don't have to be there because there's plenty of other people that are in church or they don't need my help or nobody will notice if I'm gone. Not true. Your faith community is a place where you also have value. And God gives us this great gift of faith community so that we can look for each other, be, be Christ in the world and look for each other when we get lost and find each other and rejoice with each other when someone is found. I'm wearing the cross that I'm wearing today. Um, I, I always forget to pull it out during uh, out from my robe during the service, but um, it's a cross that I was given at my confirmation here at Christ Lutheran Church. And every time I wear this cross, I actually do remember and think about that day. Um, my, my family teases me because I always remember what I was wearing. So every time I have a memory, I'm like, and I was wearing this. And they're like, how do you remember that? But so I remember what I was wearing and I remember the cross and I remember the people that were involved that day and how they impacted my life and how they are still that valuable, how this community is still a valuable part of my life. And that the other communities I've been a part of now are part of my life, and, and that it, we all have value. And even though we're gone sometimes, we come back, we all have value. And, th and that we find our value often in faith communities so that we can be found. So we get lost and God finds us, we have value, and we have value so much that each one of us individually matters. That's where I was going to end the sermon today, but then I got in the car, and my car has this really funny way of, um, so I have the Bluetooth, my phone has all my music, and it's hooked up to Bluetooth, and so I get in the car, and the song just starts playing. And it's happened more than once, where I've gotten in the car, and the song that plays, I think, wow, that fits. So um, I'm going to do something a little bit different today, and I'm going to sing you a song. Um, and it's a song from my childhood. We used to listen to a record. Yes, we listened to records. And they're back. They're back, people. Vinyl is cool again. Um, so, so it was a record. And I have the, um, my dad a few years ago took the record and put them all onto DVDs and, um, and gave me, or a CDs. And I have a CD that then I transferred to my phone. Um, so it, it, it sounds a little bit crackly, um, but, but this is a song, and it was a kid's song. Um, but I invite you to think about the feelings that you feel when you're lost and how a lot of those feelings that you feel when you're lost are the same feelings that we felt as a child when we were lost, when we, when we were afraid, when we didn't know where we were, when we felt disconnected. All those feelings that we feel as a, as a young person, we still have those feelings today, but we try really hard to mask them. So let your inner child hear this song today and think about those feelings that we still carry and how this, um, this story of being lost and found, um, this would be a song that I, I could imagine um, God singing to me and to each one of you in that moment of, of when we've been lost and we've been found. All right. <clears throat> Let's pull this up. When the TV won't work and your toys fall apart and you have a sad feeling deep in your heart, you want to go out 
but it's raining out there. I want you to know I care, I care, I do. There's no one like you. When they take you someplace and you sit in a chair, I want you to know I care. When you tell a big lie and your parents are mean, when being grown up is a faraway dream, when you're filling your teeth and cutting your hair, I want you to know I care, I care, I do. There's no one like you. I mention your name when I'm saying my prayers. I want you to know I care. When you have a bad cough and you can't go out, when you sit for a week with that thing in your mouth, when you sleep in the dark and there's something out there, I want you to know I care, I care, I do. There's no one like you. And sometimes I act like a grouchy old bear, but I want you to know I care. And then Tom T. Hall says, I love you too much. <laughs> so once again, we get lost, we're prone to wander. But Jesus invites us in this parable today to remember that we will be found, that God seeks us out because we have value, each one of us. So have no fear, little flock. We are prone to wander, but God cares for you. Amen.